You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here with the Locked On Nationals podcast. It is Friday, April 16th, 2021, 10.34 p.m. as we record this intro. On tonight's show, Max Raymond of District on Deck joins me to talk about the Nationals' first two games in the series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. They lose the first game 11-6. Patrick Corbin really looked out of sorts. And then they win. They come back off the strong performance of Max Scherzer and a walk-off bomb from Kyle Schwarber. Exciting stuff in the first two games. Before we get into it, let me let you guys know, today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Go check out Locker Room, guys. Download the app on iOS. You can interact with me, other sports fans as well. I'm doing them weekly. So, guys, go download Locker Room right now. All right, let's talk about some walk-off bombs, and let's talk about a struggling uh, performance from Patrick Corbin. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here from the Locked On and Nationals podcast. And joining me tonight after a win from District on Deck, it is Max Raymond. Max, we are off the heels of uh, Kyle Schwarber putting a baseball into orbit. His first hit at, at National Park as a Washington National comes in the form of a walk-off 463-foot uh, home run into the concourse at Nats Park, the Nationals to go on to defeat the Diamondbacks, one nothing. Uh, when you saw it hit the bat, you knew it was gone, right? Dude, that thing was absolutely demolished, man. What a moonshot! It was just, just the sound, the way he turned on that ball. Everyone knew it was gone. The only thing was, was it staying fair, which it absolutely did. And right. dude, it's funny. I'm watching my dad. It's the ninth inning. He's like falling asleep. I'm like, yeah. yo, I'm joking with him. I'm like, yo, are you uh, you gonna, what are you gonna do if, if this thing goes to extras? He's like, it's not going into extras. We're gonna win it right here. I'm like, all right, whatever. And <laughs> really two batters later, hits a walk up. He just looks at me. I'm like, all right, you got it. Yeah, your dad's calls the shots. That's great. Uh, my dad was actually so funny. I was watching my dad. He's doing the same, the same exact thing. He was nodding off. Um, I was, it was really funny to him. I actually made the opposite. I made the comment to him. I said, I think these teams need two runners. Uh, they need a runner on second base to get somebody home because, uh, you know, the offense, I was I'll stop with a couple other people, not a whole lot of good offense in this game. Um, and that's something the Nationals have to work on. But the other big storyline was Max, the last two starts especially, has looked like old Max. Sure, one run, um, you give up, you know, but he's, but one run should be enough through six innings normally. Yeah. No runs tonight. That wasn't that wasn't the problem. This was his 99th career, ten you know a game of at least ten strikeouts. Uh, when he's when he's on, and even at this age, man, he is still one of the best in the business. It sucked that the Nats weren't able to give him a win. That's kind of life at this point, right? But I think people have now learned to look beyond wins and losses when it comes to pitching. I, I mean, uh, a great performance by somebody who shares your first name, Max. I mean, he just passed Cy Young for 22nd right. all time, just moving up the history books. And it's funny because struggles in the first inning, or not really struggles, you know, let, lets a dude get a hit. So everyone's right. like, oh, oh okay. Because it's upsetting, you know, after the two no-hitters in the last week, maybe Scherzer's got another one tank, mm-hmm. not tonight. And then he settles down with Kyle, 
three, uh, 13 in a row, has like seven strikeouts by the fourth. And then, what is it? The seven, uh, seventh inning rolls around. Bob and FTP are like, yeah, he hasn't had a strikeout since the fourth inning. My dad, my dad's just like, yeah, like, I wonder if something's wrong with him. Like, he's known for his strikeouts. Like, I guess he's throwing a good game, but like, you know, when he's not striking people out, like, something's wrong. Bam, 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 strikes out the side, passes right. not young. So I'm just like, all right, you got to stop, like, doing whatever you're doing with the <laughs> games over there. But he looked on, man. That last inning was pure vintage Scherzer from his – even in the sixth inning, after he got out of the sixth inning and goes down and no one wanted anything to do with him, and he forced uh, the hitting coach, Kevin Long, to chest bump him. Yeah. Just to go back out there screaming on the mound, screaming his glove, just throwing everything I, I thought they were going to pull him at that point. So I, I, I did thought, too. I thought he was done after the sixth. And, and so that's something that you and, actually, you and I had talked about last year was, you know, big question was, how does he look at the beginning and how does he look mm-hmm. at the end of starts, right? There were a couple times last year where it felt like, he got left in for too long, but this is one of those cases where he actually got he got rolling a little bit towards the back end. I don't know if it was the fifth or the sixth, but in one of those innings, he actually allowed back-to-back walks. That was the and fifth. The, the fifth. That was the fifth. And those were his only two might... walks the game. Those were his only two walks. I thought after the fifth they might pull him because I was like, all right, he's looking gas. He's not. He's still trying to work his way back in the season form. You got the bullpen going. It's fine. Comes up through the six, ended it. I'm like, all right, that's it. Like, you see him in the dugout. The way he, like, was talking to the guys and everything, the way he's pumped up, it looked like he even thought he was done. Lo and behold, he's out for the seventh, strikes out the side. I'm like, all right, he clearly had another gear to go. Yes. And so, yeah, last year we were talking about how they kept leaving him out too long. This time, they, they it was perfect. They timed it. Yeah. Like- Tonight's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. College football, college basketball, pro football, all those things are out the window right now. But still, there's plenty going on at betonline.ag. you got NBA, NHL, MLB, of course. Uh, you got Champions League, UFC, boxing. All of those things are available to bet on and a whole lot more. You could bet on whether Christy Teigen's uh, Twitter break was going to last until May 1st. The no, I believe, cashed uh, on that bet. So um, all kinds of stuff there. If you guys go to betonline.ag, use the promo code Locked On. You'll receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Once again, promo code Locked On at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is your online sportsbook experts. They knew what they were doing. He wanted to empty the tank, and mm-hmm. and you could tell like last year there was a certain amount of him emptying the tank. And it wasn't like he was fired up, you know, ready to go. You know, it was more like he had his will himself to get through that sixth or seventh inning, whatever it was. Now, this was him emptying the tank and like, hey, look, I'm about to, I, I'm at that next gear, like you talked about. I'm at that next, that next level and I'm emptying it. Um, the one issue that I'm having right now is that they can't seem to get the, like, the offense going and, and this is the one thing we you know that i think everybody when i said when i was i've been preaching preaching that yeah, preaching patience for the last week and a half or so especially when we get everybody back is like that's going to take a little bit of time yeah. now turner and soto for some reason and i'm not sure if you know this they don't seem to have they don't have good games simultaneously at, at this point in the season which is really it's just weird uh turner has not been great so far this year but tonight Trey and Juan combined go over six. They do both work to walks. Um, they are both getting on base a decent amount, but it seems like they're not getting good games in unison. And Trey's had a bunch of bad games recently. 
Who would have thought that the best offensive player would be Josh Harrison? He's on a tear. He's on I an know. absolute tear. So yesterday I'm watching MLB Network uh, in the middle of the day, and they have like the Jackie Robinson um, stuff going on. It was some great, great content. Anyone missed it? Oh yeah. But then they uh, bring on Josh Harrison to talk about Jackie, what he meant to him, means what he meant to him, and all this stuff. Talk to him for a good 15 minutes. And then they talked to him, like, yo, Josh, like, and this was before yesterday's game. They're like, you've been hitting the ball well. Like, what's up? He goes, well, last few years I've been hurt, man. And um, I'm finally healthy again. And it's clearly showing because that dude has been a monster, like, both sides of the ball. Like, that defensive play he had in, like, the sixth inning. Where he oh, yeah, in the shift. Where, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. and, I mean, and then, it's Cabrera. It's, it's Cabrera, so, you know. He, yeah. But he beat about, like, three steps. Yeah. And then he had two or was on base two or three times today. Like he was on base multiple times yesterday. I had to help. I think he homered yesterday. And so, like, yeah, I forget if he did or not. And yeah, so he did. Oh, yeah, he did. He yeah, did. He's yeah, just yeah. been a one yeah, wrecking crew. Like, while the offense has struggled or this part pitching has struggled, he has been consistent night in and night out, which is he was supposed to be the backup, which is funny. Now, right. like, you're gonna have, they're gonna have to pry that position away from over his cold dead hands, man. He's here to stay. <laughs> yeah, you, you are gonna. Have to, and, and here's the thing: is you know, Starlin's been fine so far this year. Yeah. Actually, Starlin Castro has been like exactly what like you know. Mm-hmm. Some guys get up. I mean, obviously Josh Harris, we believe, is going to come back down to earth somewhat. Um, but like Josh Harris, uh, uh, Castro has literally been exactly what Starlin Castro has been his entire career. He's hitting two sixty two in the season, two seventy three on base. That guy doesn't work a whole lot of walks. Um, but for, for Josh Harrison, man, I think uh, – I'm not sure if you saw this, but he, uh, their first, second hit of the game, gets a fastball blown by him, comes back, ne- um, next pitch, fastball again, and he drills it. And then he gets he comes up, fired up, and he says, you're not getting two by me. He said, you're not blowing two by me. And it's like that's one of those smart old guy, and I'm not calling him old, but, you mm-hmm. know, veteran hitting things. It's like this young kid is out there is going to try to blow a second fastball by me. And I'm not going to let him do it. And to his, I mean, to his credit, Taylor Widener tonight, only just 26 years old. Um, was impressive. Very impressed. I was very impressed with the way that he went up against this Nats lineup. Guys on base, not a huge strikeout guy, only three on the evening. But I, I was pretty impressed with the way that he maneuvered around this lineup. And look, he held his own against Max Scherzer against this lineup, you know, was trying to give uh, their guys some run support. I thought he did a pretty good job. Oh, I agree, man. He, um, I believe, gave him four hits, had a couple of walks, but six six shutout innings, I want to say. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you got Juan Soto in the lineup, so, like, that's just – but, yeah, it wasn't just him. It was, like, Juan Soto, Turner, all these dudes. He kept yeah. him in check. Like, he wasn't able to keep Harrison in check, but he was able to keep the team from letting Harrison score. He did his job. Like, Arizona is – right now, they're, like, not that good of a team. And he single-handedly kept them in there. And like hats off to him, man. He looked he looked re- like the real deal. Yeah, he he was very good tonight. I want to get your thoughts real quickly. So they made the lineup change the other day. They went with Robles yeah. at nine. What we which, talked about, which 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 I and I was I was talking to Matt Weirich, NBC Sports Washington, uh, after the last series ended, and I was like, because he's also a fan of hitting the pitcher eighth. So I liked having the Robles ninth to turn it over. Now the problem is Trey is not. Trey's just not found it yet, and I, I'm I'm pretty confident he's going to at some point in time. He's just not totally there yet, but I, I want to keep Victor there. Victor had a really nice hit tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. They scorched one, I believe, is what in the center field. Nice hit for him. Hopefully, gets him going a little bit more, and they can help turn over that lineup just a tad more 
than they are right now. But how do you feel about kind of Victor, the bottom of the order? It seems like that's where he's probably going to stay. I see him to get going. We all know I want to lead off, but it doesn't right. matter if he's just going to be striking out every time. And he started off strong the first two weeks with his eye, but like I think he's regressed a little bit and gone back to some old ha- habits, which is unfortunate because he starts struggling, struggling. So you go back to what you remember, and he needs to just remember what was working beforehand and go back to uh, everything that he had worked on. And I, I think he'll put it back together. He absolutely will. It's early. Everyone's freaking out because that's what everyone loves to do the first two, three weeks of the season. Right. But I'm not worried. I mean, and if he flourishes as the ninth hitter, so be it. As long as we get wins and he gets back. And his defense was good tonight, too. He had a really nice nice catch. And then he he had a couple throws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a couple throws where he kept some guys guys at bay tonight. So I thought that was was very good um, as well. Let's move back to a not great result. We got, we have, you know, we got to do this. We're, we cover every yeah. game. You know, you know how the deal is. One more quick pause for the cause on tonight's show. We are brought to you by the good folks at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting, best for you protein bar out there right now. You guys have heard us talk about Built Bar so much, but we just love it so much. I mean, I can't tell you guys how good the low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar is covered in 100% chocolate. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use that promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15, for 15% off on your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off on your next order at BuiltBar.com. Once again, LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So last night, the Nationals, this is this now being Thursday night, Nationals fell 11 to six. Um, that score line is very gratuitous, very generous to Nationals for the way this game actually went down. Patrick Corbin was just very ineffective, is, is the word you have to use. Yeah. And this looked like, like last year's Patrick Corbin. Um, he only goes two innings. And in an inning, a third, he gave up nine earned runs, four walks, three home runs, only had one K. Uh, right now, and I know once again, short sample size. His ERA sits at twenty one point three two, which yeah, which is that's a good indicator of where he's been his first two starts. It's not an indicator of who he is as a person, as a, as a pitcher. But I will say, the Nationals now have two losses in the very short season that have been attributed to two of their star pitchers. Actually, three of them now because of the Strasburg start yeah. and now two Corbin starts that have been attributed to guys who are being paid 30 some million dollars to mm-hmm. just have horrible outings. Do I think, and I say this to say it in two places, one, that's not going to continue, but two, to see those guys struggle the way they have out of the gate and for it to go, and God love them, but this is against the diamondbacks. I mean, he had nothing. It was a former team too. Ironically enough, he had nothing for him last night. And, and that was, that was tough to see. Keep in mind, in 2019, Animal Sanchez started 0-6 or 0-7 and was terrible. Right. Like, ERA above a 6, just like every game he started, we, we knew before him we were going to lose. Goes in the IL, gets healthy, makes whatever tweaks he needs to, finishes the season 11-7, and turns into the arguably the best four-star in baseball that year, Had finished with a ERA under four, so he put it together. Not saying that Corbin is hurt or needs an IL start or IL stint, but 
we're I, I get we're freaking out because he's being paid so much money and everything, but it's early. Sanchez was, and a, a bunch of other pitchers, pitchers, but Sanchez is just a good example. I've been able to turn around. So, I mean, I, I still have high hopes for Corbin. I still think he will be able to get out of his funk. I just hope it's sooner rather than later. Right. Command, command for me is a huge issue, though. Yeah. It, it, the command is where I struggle. If you look at the walks, three in the first game, four in the second game. And so the problem is, is that when he's having those, those spells where he's not finding the zone, the pitches where he's trying to find the zone are really hittable. You know what I mean? So he's, yeah. he's you know, the breaking ball, and we talked about it for Strasburg the other night, like that it's grabbing too much plate. Fastballs that are like middle end to guys that you just can't leave fastballs middle into, all because he's trying to find the zone, which I understand. But, you, you know, if you're losing your command, we can't be trying to find it in the middle of the zone with a 92-mile-an-hour fastball, right? And that's actually something that both Strasburg and Corbin have had issues with the first couple of games. And another problem uh, Corbin is so reliant on that slider. And everyone knows mm-hmm. when not, most of the time he throws that slider, it's not going to be a strike, but they file for it. If he's already wild and he's known right now for not throwing strikes, they're not going to bite as much. Right. And as you said, he sets everything up with that fastball. And when he tries to set it up and if he's throwing meatballs, uh, he's going to either walk you. Especially if he's, before, behind, if he's mm-hmm. behind the count too. In those situations, I mean, look, if he's behind the count, 1-0, 2-0, I mean, he's probably thinking, well, if it's 1-0, most likely fastball. But the 2-0, it's definitely be a fastball. Yeah. He's not throwing a slider 2-0. So if he's in those counts where, you know, um, he's, he's, he's all over the place and you can take a pitch, I'm taking one, right? If I can get to 3-1, get to, get to 2-0 against, against Corbin right now, I, I'm, I'm, taking my, I'm taking my chances. I'm holding back because either it's a slider in the dirt or, you know, if he throws like a fastball down the middle, okay, great, do it again because his command mm-hmm. – hasn't been there right now. So I think he was a guy from last year to this year that I think had the most to work on. I think it's, it's fair to say. Yeah. And it does suck because that COVID pause came at the worst time for a guy like him. I feel like he is somebody that was affected the most. You know, we hear the story about Strasburg having to climb the fence or whatever to go get reps in to pitch, yeah. uh, you know, whenever it was, you know, but just Corbin having to struggle to go through it too as well. I thought for him it came at the worst time as he was ramping up. Not an excuse for his performance. We know he has the stuff, but his command has to change. It, that, in my opinion, that's, that's the deal. I agree with you. But also, I um, just going back to the offense, I think yeah. the same thing. I think the COVID pause for Bell and Schwarber came at yes. the same time also because they were killing it in spring training. Yep. I get spring training is a lot smaller of a sample size. But, but it's rhythm. Are, it's, it's your rhythm. It's your rhythm. People yeah. are already freaking out that they don't look that well at the plate. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. They couldn't. I don't think they were able to practice or whatnot, like unless they're just at the house by themselves. Schwarber was doing VR. He was doing yeah for like two weeks. They have to like do VR and like just swing in your basement and stuff like that or your garage. It's not the same thing. You're not getting live IVs. You're not having the simulated games that you had beforehand. And when players, baseball players, are creatures of habit. Once they're out of their habit, even after a few days, look what happens to Bell right now. Like that um had his third third at bat where it was full count. And he did a half swing at a high just ball right. that just sailed out. And everyone knows that, like, he didn't want to swing, but he just kind of went through it. And it's stuff like that. that like, he's out of rhythm right now. It just sucks that he has to get back in the rhythm in the middle of, uh, after the season already started. Luckily, Schwarber was able to turn on a pitch and literally sent it to Mars. But yeah. before that, he was looking lost also. The only weird thing is Josh Harrison hasn't been bothered by it and is crushing baseballs. But he's just – Yeah, he's well, you know, for, for him, and I think part of it is – 
that's, you know, that's an, that's an older, older guy. You know what I mean? Josh yeah. Harrison's what uh, he's at this point in time, 33, yeah. right? 34. Yeah. yeah. He's in his mid. Yeah. So he's 33 years old. Yeah. So, and I, I think too, especially when you're swing, you know, for those guys, they have more power oriented swings, right? Those guys are there to generate some pop. Josh Harrison's just hitting lasers all over the place and I did a home run, but you know, and it, we've seen it affect different guys differently, even in basketball, right? Yeah. And football, you know, COVID affects different guys differently, but I think for Schwarber and Bell, who, you know, who their swings have at times been criticized um, a lot. It, it does, it does really hurt those guys to have them go through those pauses. Now let's spin this forward. All right. And here's the thing, no matter how bad that Corbin loss was, you got back tonight, right? I'm not sure how you view um, wins and losses sometimes, Max, but, you know, I'm seeing this team right, trying to get back to form. They just took two or three from the Cardinals, right? You know, kind of everything. If you're looking post-Dodgers right now, the, the Nats are, um, let's see, I'm doing math in my head, they're three and two since their, their Dodgers series, right? And that Dodgers series is not indicator of who they are. They've had two really bad losses, but, hey, look, they've won three games, all right? Big opportunity here, two days coming up. Fetty goes tomorrow against Luke Weaver, I believe. I believe so. You know, obviously Fetty. Yeah, he looked good his last start. Yeah, he did. Uh, With Fetty, the offense knows you got to show up tomorrow, right? And then you get the battle of struggling aces on Sunday with Madison Bumgarner and Strasburg, which is you know, I mean, if you saw me that matchup in what 2018, you'd say you'd say hell yeah, sign me up. But um, um, I think from an intrigue standpoint, you know, it's still very intriguing, right? With where those two guys are, you know. I'm looking at now after this, we get the cards again, then right. we get the then we get the Mets and then the Blue Jays. So it doesn't get easier from there. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta make your hay in these two games, I think is the big point, right? Like like this critical two games here, I would say. Not you know, not in the grand scheme of things critical, but for this group that is now coalescing, now coming together, now getting healthy, right? Let's see, you know, these two games are really important because you just split two. You do have a legit chance at three and four. Now I know it's going one and zero every day. So it's the yeah. offense shows up tomorrow, and you see what you got on Sunday with straws in the mound. But they have an opportunity here. It's also funny, dude, because game one we lose eleven to six. Both teams' offenses were crushing the ball, like balls jumping for yeah. five or six homers total by the two teams. Then you got tonight where it's just a straight up pitcher's duel, one nothing after a walk off. So who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? If the bats are going to go silent, or if they're going to start popping from the beginning. Yeah, a bit of a chillier w- a weekend uh, mm-hmm. in D.C., so we'll see what kind of effect the weather plays, if any. Uh, Max, appreciate your time here on a, a late Friday night. Where can people find you and your work? Follow us at District on Deck, talk about the Nats, and follow me on my personal at MaxMandM1. Once again, th- thanks for having me back, dude. Always love it. Always love it. I appreciate you hopping on late on a Friday night, man. All right, that will do it for tonight's show. I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank Max Raymond from District on Deck. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. We will be back on uh, Sunday night with our kind of discussion about the uh, last two games of this series and a preview of the Cardinals series happening Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Once again, LO underscore Nationals for Lockdown Nationals. You can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. And until next time, my friends, please stay safe.